Welcome to Stock Talk, the new Stockhouse podcast series that brings you behind the scenes insights into trending topics from capital markets, influencers, and entrepreneurs, broadcasting from the heart of the financial district in beautiful downtown Vancouver. Welcome to the Stock Talk Investor Podcast where we help listeners and investors understand more about investment opportunities in the public marketplace. I'm Dave Jackson. Bioasis Technologies, Inc. is a biopharmaceutical company focused on revolutionizing science by transporting therapeutic payloads across the blood-brain barrier and into the brain. The company's goal is to generate shareholder value by developing and commercializing its proprietary brain delivery technology, XB3, to make life-saving drugs brain-penetrant and deliver those drugs at a therapeutically relevant dose. Bioasis trades on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol BTI. Today, we're joined by CEO Dr. Deborah Rathjen to learn more about this amazing XB3 platform and all things Bioasis. Thank you very much for joining us today, Dr. Rathjen. It's my pleasure, Dave. Well, Dr. Rathjen, Let's talk about all the buzz surrounding the XB3 platform. What exactly is it and where does Bioasis hope to take it? That's a great question. There certainly is a new level of interest around the XB3 platform, particularly since we announced our partnership with Chiesi. XB3 is a technology for transporting life-saving drugs, as you mentioned, across the blood-brain barrier and into the brain. Bioasis XB3 platform enables the delivery of a, a variety of therapeutics, so it's very versatile. These therapeutics include enzymes, antibodies, and other biologics, as well as small molecules. So, as I said, very versatile. Through the XB3 platform, the company has developed an internal pipeline of around 10 or so different product candidates with a focus on three distinct therapeutic areas. We focus on brain tumours, so CNS oncology. Um, we focus on lysosomal storage disorders, which is where our Chiesi deal um, fits in our pipeline. And then finally, we focus on neurodegeneration and inflammatory CNS disorders. Of course, th- these are very important conditions in uh, today's society. I just want to spend a few minutes talking about our lead asset, XP3001. Uh, because this is our most advanced program. Like many of our programs, it consists of an already approved drug attached to XB3. In this case, it's Perceptin, and we're targeting HER2-positive breast cancer, uh, particularly when it's metastasized and, and tumors form in the brain. It's in the IND-enabling studies, and we've re- received positive responses to our pre-IND filing with the FDA back in June of last year. Um, we believe it's got potential for accelerated approval after phase one, two. So not the normal um, development program. And there's a huge addressable market here because the unmet need is, is so large. Um, it's been estimated that uh, in terms of peak revenue that uh, XB3001 could achieve uh, sales per year of 3.7 billion US. So it's a very exciting asset and it certainly displays some of the power of the XB3 platform. Now, Dr. Rathjen, you briefly mentioned the Chiesi Global Rare Diseases Group. 
Can you update us on your progress with your relationship with them? This looks like a partnership that's really working and making strong headway into treating neurodegenerative diseases. Yeah, it's a great uh, partnership and it really gives us an opportunity again to showcase the power of the XB3 platform. The, the partnership is focused on delivering uh, for enzymes. Uh, we received a $3 million upfront payment and uh, in total uh, payments uh, in terms of uh, milestones, we can receive up to US $138 million additional milestone payments and of course there's a royalty on product sales. So it's a partnership that has a meaningful uh, financial component to it in addition uh, to helping solve some of the most debilitating um, and and really heartbreaking uh, conditions that affect children. Lysosomal storage disorders are a rare genetic disease and they um, affect mostly children, although um, they, they also affect adults. And although there are different types of lysosomal storage disorders and when you look at each type, uh, they are rare. When you, when you look at them together as a group, they are actually a relatively common health problem. As I indicated, they mostly affect children and uh, unfortunately the symptoms are so severe that, that um, children often die um, at a very young age. So these, these uh, enzymes, what, they're, they're really part of the garbage uh, recycling system of the body and uh, they um, kind of suggest large molecules and they, and they pass all the fragments onto other parts of, of the cell for recycling. And if there's um, a mutation in a lysosomal uh, storage disorder gene, uh, then uh, this process doesn't happen and you get filled up of all sorts of toxins in the body. And, and while some of these disorders can be treated with enzyme replacement therapy, these enzymes don't cross the blood-brain barrier without the help of the XB3 technology. And we believe that, as Chiesi does also, that XB3 can play a very important role in reducing the brain symptoms of lysosomal storage disorders. It's still very early days in our collaboration and we are really pleased to be working with Chiesi on these treatments. They could significantly improve the lives of children with lysosomal storage disorder. Dr. Rathden, your deck states, and I quote, BioOasis XB3 patented platform provides researchers with a solution to one of medicine's most stubborn challenges, how to transport medicine across the blood-brain barrier at doses sufficient to have a therapeutic effect. Can you break down how the science works in layman's terminology? Yes, I can, Dave. I mean, the blood-brain barrier performs an important function. It keeps nasties out of the brain, and it does this very effective. In fact, it's super efficient at, at, at doing this. But there are times when we would like selected molecules selected drugs, the good guys, to enter the brain. BioAces technology makes use of a natural process to make this happen. So it doesn't disturb the normal biology of the blood-brain barrier, a very important point. A particular receptor on the blood-brain barrier called LRP1 functions as a kind of shuttle moving things across the blood-brain barrier in a process that is called receptor-mediated transcytosis. As I said, it's, uh, it's, that's a big word, but uh, uh, it, it really means uh, it shuttles uh, things across the blood-brain barrier and it, the cells that line the blood-brain barrier. BioAces has designed a peptide, which we call XB3, 
that attaches to this receptor. It attaches to LRP1. Once it binds to LRP1, XB3 is shuttled into the brain. We can attach, as I said, many different kinds of molecules to XB3. They can be small or large, and these molecules are also shuttled across the blood-brain barrier together with XB3. The proprietary technology, as I said, is, is really uh, very um, mild. It doesn't interfere with the normal function of the brain. In fact, you're just using the normal function of this receptor, LRP1, uh, to get uh, different drugs into, into the brain. It's all pretty simple, really. Another important component of XB3 therapy is its applications in non-opioid pain management. This sounds like a real game changer, Dr. Ratchin. Dave, I think we're all aware of the need to develop non-addictive treatments for pain, Mm -hmm. particularly for the treatment of the more chronic pain conditions, including neuropathic pain. Pain is an enormous problem globally. I mean, when you look at the estimates, they suggest that 20% of adults suffer from pain and uh, 10% of these adults are nearly diagnosed with chronic pain each year. Our approach at BioAsis has been to focus on the inflammatory basis of pain and the outcomes of BioAsis collaboration with Metamune, which is now part of AstraZeneca, focused particularly on a molecule, XB3004. Again, this is a molecule which is an XB3 version of a marketed antibody. Uh, this antibody inhibits binding uh, to a receptor called the interleukin-1 receptor. And XB3 is, has demonstrated in an industry standard model that it's able to reduce pain. Obviously, the next steps are to undertake the normal development processes and move it into the clinic. But we're also investigating the potential of XB3004 in conditions where chronic pain is a symptom and where we may also have an effect on the underlying cause of the disease, this inflammatory process that's driven by interleukin-1. And we're interested in other uh, disease settings such as multiple sclerosis where you have the symptom of chronic pain and you have a disease process which in large part is driven by this inflammatory molecule, interleukin-1. This is an exciting program and I do feel it's a somewhat overlooked part of our pipeline. The recent news of the passing of Baseball Hall of Famer Tom Seaver was very sad indeed. He suffered from the long-term degenerative effects of something called Lewy body dementia. Please tell us how XB3 can ultimately effectively treat these kinds of devastating neurodegenerative diseases. Well, you know, Lewy body dementia is, is actually the second most common type of progressive dementia after Alzheimer's disease dementia. Protein bodies called Lewy bodies developing nerve cells in the brain in regions involving memory and movement. So Lewy body dementia, as it progresses, has some elements of Parkinson's disease. And interestingly, these Lewy bodies are also deposited um, and observed in Parkinson's disease and, of course, uh, the associated dementia with Parkinson's disease. Our approach uh, in terms of potential treatment for both Lewy body dementia and Parkinson's disease uses another XB3 variation of a drug that's already approved 
It's approved in the treatment of Gaucher's disease. But this uh, XB3 molecule, XB3007, uh, enables the delivery of an enzyme, serazine, into the brain to overcome an enzyme deficiency. Uh, these enzyme, this enzyme deficiency results from mutations in a gene called GDA, and ultimately this mutation reduces enzyme function. We believe that XB3007 has potential for the treatment not only of Gaucher's disease, where it can improve the neurological symptoms of the condition, but it also has potential in the treatment of Parkinson's disease and Lewy body dementia, where there is a common link to mutations in the GBA gene and to the reduced function of this, this enzyme. It's a very important program. Again, I don't I believe it's an often overlooked um, part of our pipeline. In a recent Stockhouse article, Dr. Rathjen, you were quoted as saying, BioOasis is focused on concluding additional strategic partnerships for its XB3 drug delivery platform, and you're making significant progress in discussions with potential partners, along with anticipated additional licensing agreements. Can you elaborate on these developments? We've been working really in a purposeful way now um, and for some time to ensure uh, that our XB3 technology is widely adopted where there is a need for important life-saving medicines to be effective in treating brain conditions. This is a huge opportunity. Some research reports have estimated that CNS Therapeutics, that market could be worth in excess of $100 billion by 2025. Imagine its value if agents and drugs that are administered uh, to the periphery, to in, into the body but can't reach the brain, were able to be effective in the brain. The market research also indicates that the cancer component, so brain cancer, is one of the fastest growing CNS uh, therapeutic market segments. And this is, of course, of great interest to Bioasis through our XB3001 program. You know, whilst it's a little premature to speculate on potential future transactions, it's fair to say that we have seen strong interest in our platform since our deal with Chiesi was announced. And as I said, we've been working in a purposeful way to ensure that our technology is widely adopted through license agreements. Dr. Ratjen, I would be remiss if I didn't mention that your share value has more than doubled since the beginning of June. To what do you attribute the significant stop jump? That's a very interesting question. I hope it reflects a greater appreciation by investors of BioAces technology and the potential of our very rich pipeline. This period, of course, has seen the successful completion of our deal with Chiesi and a concerted effort really, to communicate with investors through a variety of channels, the initiation of research coverage by Edison Research, for example, has been very helpful in this regard. And I must say, I was delighted that uh, Chiesi agreed to participate in a joint webcast uh, with BioAces back in July after the uh, announcement of the deal. The Chiesi partnership has provided additional validation to our drug delivery technology. And, and I think that this is a really has been an important consideration for investors. 
Finally, Dr. Rathjen, looking six months to a year down the road for BioAces business, is there anything coming up investors should be keeping an eye out for? I think it's going to be a great six to 12 months for BioAces investors. We are anticipating new preclinical data from our XB3007 and XB3004 programs where we are now exploring new indications, including Lewy body dementia and multiple sclerosis. As I've mentioned, uh, we also anticipate data from a new program, which is targeting a treatment for frontal temporal lobe dementia. With the success coming from our business development activities, we will intensify our efforts on getting to IND and first clinical trial of XB3001 in women with HER2 positive metastatic breast cancer uh, that spread to the brain. So I think there is plenty to interest investors over the next 6 to 12 months coming from some pretty significant catalysts for BioAces. Well, thanks again for joining us today, Dr. Rathjen. Please stay well and be safe. Thanks, Dave. It's been a pleasure. We've been speaking with Dr. Deborah Rathjen, Chief Executive Officer of BioAces Technologies, Inc., I'd like to thank Dr. Rathjen for sharing her helpful and insightful information about BioAsis with our Stockhouse podcast listeners and investors. And don't forget, all of our podcasts are also available on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, and Podbean. I'm Dave Jackson reporting for Stockhouse Media and the Stock Talk Biotechnology Podcast. Thanks for listening. Just a reminder to follow us on social media at Stockhouse for the latest updates on all your favorite public companies in North America. For more in-depth coverage, industry news, and to connect with our active investor community, you can visit our website at stockhouse.com. Also, don't forget to visit our new and improved Stockhouse Deal Room on site for unique and exclusive private placement opportunities only available on stockhouse.com.